thank you for doing that rather long reading. And uh, thank you for the invitation to preach on such a deep scripture. 1 Corinthians 4. So, Suzanne last week did an excellent preach, I felt, um, having taken probably a third of my preach from this week, um, which is quite funny, really. Um, But anyway, do listen to that. So, here I am this week, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the title that I've been given to imitate you. So, what does imitate mean? I thought, well, what does imitate mean to me? Imitate means to me to copy. To copy in words, to copy in action. And then my mind went wondering. To imitate meant Mike Yarwood. Now, Mike Yarwood might not be remembered by everybody in the congregation, but he's one of the best persons I've ever watched imitate anybody. But anyway, let's get back onto track. This chapter is written by Paul. Paul, disciple. And here he is. He's saying that we need to grow up. That we need to mature in faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that we need to have a balanced life and being like Christ. And that we should look to him, Paul, Apollos. Now, they're not here with us. And, of course, Jesus, although spiritually is with us, practically isn't. But, of course, he had no reference point. We can hear the words of Paul. We can read them. But what we need to take from this I believe, is we now have the word of God given directly to us by having the word. But at that time in history, this is why Paul was pointing to himself as an example. So having spent so long reading that chapter, I thought, well, all we need to do is, my conclusion is, yeah, my conclusion to that chapter is, we just need to copy copy Christ. Simple, really. Or is it? I don't think it is really easy. And to try to get through that chapter in 15 minutes is even harder, I believe. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask Tom who's going to be slaving over hot keyboards for us, to put up some points for me. So these won't be all read by Jackie, but Tom will put up a a point that I would like to make because at this stage, I feel that what and who we need to look to by the power of the Holy Spirit is Jesus instead of Paul, if I can get away with saying that. So anyway, I would suggest that a good thing to do would be to open up your Bibles at Matthew 26. Now this should be the NIV up there. And Then Jesus went to his disciples to a place called Gethsemane and said to them, Sit here 
while I go over there and pray. And I truly believe that this is one of the things that in our modern society we sadly lack time for. We lack the time to take ourselves off to a safe, quiet place and to be intimate with God and to seek him in prayer. But if we don't do that, how can our words and actions copy Christ? How can we imitate him if we don't do this? We all need to do this. I need to do this. So my next encouragement, I'm going to ask my wife to come and join me for. Right, Jackie's about to turn to Philippians, and she's going to turn to this in a NLT, but actually up on the screen is the NIV. Would help if I had it. Is that, can you hear me? Is that working? It does, is it? It is working. Okay. Okay, Philippians 2, 1 to 15. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate? Then make me truly happy by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose. Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Dear friends, you always followed my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Do everything without complaining and arguing, so that no one can criticize you. 
live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Thank you, Jackie. If you look at the last verse, I recognize a crooked generation. I think we are all part and living as part of a crooked generation. Personally, I would go back to verse 5. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus. So we need to know Christ Jesus. We need to look at ourselves. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to come to us and empower us so that we can have the same attitude as Christ Jesus to do what Jesus did in the way and the manner that Jesus did it. So, my next point. I'm going to turn to a book, the book of James, chapter 1, verse 22. Thank you, Tom. Do not merely listen to the word and, be deci- and deceive yourself. Do what it says. I wonder if I'm the only person in this building at the moment or listening on the internet that struggles with this particular point. I'd like to think I'm alone, but something tells me that I'm probably not. But the one thing I'm not under is any condemnation, because I'm not. But for me, myself, looking through all this scripture, I know probably the hardest thing to me is in that quiet place when I'm worshipping God when I'm reading his word when I'm being touched and filled by the spirit my biggest thing and I know this is obedience Obedience is a word that you don't hear much about in our generation, I don't think. I think it's probably my parents' generation or maybe the generation before that. But I do know that obedience to God, his word, the leading of the Holy Spirit, is to the key for becoming Christ-like. Because after all, Jesus took himself off and prayed to Father God in the hope, expectance, and in obedience to do what he needed to do to glorify God. So I'm wondering... Matt, could you join me for a minute or two and play something nice and sort of soft and gentle? I stood here and I struggled with obedience. I wonder what you might be struggling with at this particular moment of time. I wonder if you might want to close your eyes and reflect for a minute or two and just let the Holy Spirit come upon you and show you 
and reveal itself to you. And as we do this, if you feel like you can't do that on, own, on your own, please feel free to come and ask Jackie or I at the end of the service if you wish more prayer ministry. Thank you, Jackie.